recording now. And welcome to Huddle and Knuckleheads Turbo Edition. You've reached our winning on the waiver wire episode. Hopefully you've already caught our, what do we even call that other segment? Injury fallout. Yeah. Um, but if not, go back and check that bad boy out. It'll talk about a lot of the people who've gotten injured that you might have in your lineups. In this one, we're going to go into some of the people you might want on your lineups. Uh, so we're going to dive into the waiver wire. Start with QBs. So I think QB got a lot less deep this week. I mean, probably not in the grand scheme of things, but uh, some of the quarterbacks we kind of liked last week didn't do so hot. And then uh, some of the guys that you thought maybe could be spec plays like Lawrence or Fields. So, yeah, I mean, Lawrence, he just looked terrible this week. Uh, Justin Fields, one net passing yard. One. I think it's unfair to not give him the 60 yards he 68 earned. 68 yards. Because <laughs> he yeah. earned that 68. It right. Was his... And then he doesn't lose the yards in fantasy for getting sacked. But still, 67 yards. 67 lost yards on nine sacks. Bad. Yikes. Uh, and then uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I mean – they did win that game 26 to nothing, but he could not squeak out a good fantasy game against the fucking Jets. I mean, I guess the game was never in doubt, so he never had to push I know, it. But, but pitch still. The, just pitch the ball forward. Do one yeah. of those little fake passes. Get get something, something going. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then Derek Carr, he actually, people took our advice last week and he got picked up so that he's ineligible by our rules of 50%. You're welcome, public. Which maybe we should up it to 65. I, w- I was thinking because that. That's, I mean, there's still a good amount of leagues that those players are available in. Uh, I think that uh, later on in the in the year, year we're going to be maybe. forced yeah. to go to 65. Yeah. But that's true. Early in the season, yeah. Uh, so, uh, getting into quarterbacks, I, Daniel Jones still just the running game, just the fact they're going to be behind, be behind. They've got to. It gives them a floor, and I mean, he's just not a bad stream if you like the matchup week to week. I think rest of the season then we have sam darnold uh mccaffrey going down i think is a negative probably but uh might lead to increased passing plays uh and rushing touchdowns didn't he have two rushing touchdowns this week yeah i think so thanks to Uh, mccaffrey going out like those those are probably not sam darnold's touchdowns if yeah if mccaffrey's in there yeah and i do think i think dj Moore in nfl terms is a true number like in the actual game of football he's a he's a bona fide number one receiver at this point uh second in the league in receiving yards going into monday night you oh, know well. you know who's first in the league in receiving yards yeah i guess is it cooper it's going so it's going probably surprise you but not surprise you at the same time um it's not the dude on uh minnesota who did we talk about repeatedly last week as being the basically the running back of their wide receiver crew oh. they just run their whole offense cordero no. What? Not a core. He's not really a running back, but they basically run their offense through him like a running back at wide receiver. Brandon Cooks, man, oh, leads the okay. league in receiving yard, 322. All right. Well, with the way you were saying it, through, yeah, through no, as I a know. running I back, I was, I, I, was of, yeah. also, I was thinking of like running yeah. backs who – like Austin Ecklers, who were really just like bono, like really receivers out of the backfield and stuff. No, so yeah, you, you I, I say that off. because they look at him like they're like first and ten. Okay, we need let's get like three yards. All right, Brandon Cooks, run a little three yard straight. And we're gonna throw it to yep. you. And see if you can get like that's how they run their offense. They don't trust anybody else but him. 
and they just constantly are looking to him for little shit. Uh, but he can also get big stuff. Whatever. We're on quarterbacks. So anyway, Sam Darnold. Yes, uh, I, I would feel com- still feel comfortable starting him pretty much week to week. Uh, obviously, not against the best defenses and stuff. And the only other one looking on the list that I would like really feel comfortable with. Uh, Start, I, I think uh, this is a pure stash is Trey Lance. Uh, I think they're flirting more and more with him twice this week in the red zone. They brought him in there, which I think it tells you something. He clearly brings something to the table that they know Jimmy G doesn't. Uh, now, whether they're just doing a complete Saints type of thing and he'll keep using him in those weird packages. Uh, uh, maybe I don't for know. this year. All right. So to go out of these three, I like Darnold. Uh, that's the guy I was I was going back and forth between him and Bridgewater last week, and I just thought Bridgewater is going to have so many opportunities, and I know that helps the running game, but I'm going to say he just through that gets one or two touchdowns for me. He did not. Dar- but, Darnold's the guy I think dude, for if you need a quarterback right now, he's the guy because he can run he, like Jones. He, he can. He's he, looked so good. He's passed the eye test and yep. he's put up the numbers. And at this point, and he has the weapons exactly. So I just, and the defense. I, I mean, there's a lot. He should you. be over fifty percent owned in 10, 10 team leagues and better. I'm uh, with you I there think almost completely. The thing that makes uh, me nervous about the Trey Lance stash is it, it, his accuracy in college. Right. Like that's something like certain things he did in college. He was an amazing prospect, but I don't think you clean it up as fast as this season came. So to say like, to even say he will definitely be the super inaccurate to say he will be definitely the starter by the end of the year. I still think is something to say, like we think he will come along a lot. So I kind of, I, out of these three, if I'm spending and I would, spend waiver wire priority if I like thought I could ride Darnold. Not if I thought I think you could probably ride Darnold through this year. I think he's a startable quarterback every week he's in. Uh I think their defense is good enough that no team uh you know they they give him opportunities. So right. so I like yeah. that. Da- Daniel Jones, the only thing is I think their team is the opposite. I think he doesn't have enough around him and I think that yeah. I just think his floor is low. He could get you three-point games. So, running backs? I think we're, we're um, in agreement yeah. on uh, – So, on to running backs. Uh, obviously, the big guy this week is Chuba Hubbard uh, from Carolina. I mean, that's a priority pickup. If you're in a, if you're in a bid league, uh, like where you bid for waivers, I would be willing to not oh, – all because you know think at this point McCaffrey will be back. God, we're crossing our fingers. But man, you got to think he's going to be a, a good play as long as McCaffrey's out. Uh, so you know McCaffrey owners would be bidding against you. But so this man, for the record, running back. You know what? Go on. Sorry. No, that's good. That's it. I was going to say this for the record. Like I am not a handcuff buyer at the draft because you look at all of those guys, the Kamaras, the CMCs, the Cooks, and say. If I can get their backup and the worst thing happens, then boy, will I be in a good position. But like, I, I don't like sitting with just one of these guys on my bench. So Nobody Madison, does. Madison went nuts this week. I'm guaranteeing mo- not for many people. Like, so Chuba Hubbard, uh, I think he is someone I agree. Uh, I would definitely spend waiver on him. But unless I was desperate for a starting running back, 
I'm probably not investing too much in someone that might be okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's I think he's definitely a startable running back while McCaffrey's out. And but I don't, I don't so, know. I don't so, think they're gonna have a Mike Davis situation. He's startable. Don't get me wrong. He's a starting running back. He's startable. Miles Gaskin is startable, but you're not happy about it. Yeah. Like the the difference between this year and last year is having that Sam Darnold, having that passing attack, just having the the team advance more. Their their O line is ranked highly. Like I don't think that whoever comes in like Chuba Hubbard necessarily needs to take on that CMC role. So again, I'm I'm happy to get a starting lot running back here, but I'm also probably not like you know, getting rid of the farm. Yeah, farm. yeah, I wouldn't spend all your your money if you're bidding, but there is yeah. one other guy on here that I think uh, I would probably but so, run through the rest of them. So Peyton Barber, seven percent owned with he's with the Raiders. Uh with Jacobs out, he came in and he looked I mean he's a similar style back as Drake, right? He's not a power back, he's kind of a slasher, kind of a receiving back. And I mean he did way better than Drake. He had like over a hundred total yards and a touchdown and Drake Pretty much, blah. Uh, so, so it was his revenge game. So maybe, yeah. So maybe even after uh, ja- Jacobs comes back, you get some Peyton Barber mixed in there. I mean, I think, especially kind of how different he is, like such a different back. I don't know. Uh, after that, we have Kenneth Gainwell. He's 35% owned. He plays tonight, so we don't really know how he'll do this week, but he's getting touches in the near the goal line. Uh, if he gets a touchdown and stuff this week or has a decent week, uh, this is probably last call on him at 35%. He's probably going to be snatched up with how barren the running back landscape is. Um, and then uh, Gio Bernard came into that game uh, and looked – Granted, they were from coming from behind, which they might not be doing all that much this season, but he looked more spry than either Rojo or Fournette. He also uh, had a big game, but could have been even bigger. He had like a 35-yard catch and run that was called back because of a hold or something like that. Uh, he should probably be owned in most full and half-point PPR leagues, I would say. So out of these three, Kenneth Gainwell is the one I'm interested in because he looks like he's going to be pushing for almost 50%. I mean, like, it looks like a 60-40 split. It doesn't look like he is that afterthought, you know, two miles Sanders who gets 75-80% of the carries. Um, Peyton Barber, actually, you know what? I was going to ask you about something, but I'll do it later. Peyton Barber, my only worry is Josh Jacobs. He might be back in no time. Um, and we've seen Peyton Barber. Peyton yeah. Barber, Peyton know, Barber couldn't be. We know what that is, Yeah, right? he couldn't beat Ronald Jones for a starting running back yeah. job, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's behind Gio Bernard, like, as far as talent. So, Peyton Barber had a good-looking game. I'm not going to invest a ton into him. Gio Bernard, on the other hand, so the thing that's tempting about Gio is the James White thing. That Tom Brady always wants a check down running back. But you're right, man. You hit the nail on the head is how many times is that team going to be playing from behind where they need their running back checking it? They need their running back blocking. They need Leonard Fournette. So Leonard Fournette, I still think in most of their games, is going to be the one in there. So Kenneth Gainwell is the one I would I would get out of these ones. Here's my somewhat case for Bernard over either of those guys, though. 
both Rojo and Fournette seem like they're somewhat basket cases and at times lose focus and make stupid plays or like don't. And you know what? I watched Gio play a long time. He, he won't do that. Because so, of his mustache. And, and so like Rojo, for instance, was out most of week two because of miss, he missed a, a block assignment. He missed a miss picking up a blitz and Brady got hit. And Brady's like, I, I don't want you in here. You can't be in there if you can yeah. protect me. Conversely, you know, here's what you get with Gio Bernard. This week, Gio picked up his blitz assignment, but he's so fucking small, their linebacker just ran him over. But at least there, Tom sees it, right? He sees that the guy has him. Slow him down he just sees, a little. Exactly. He slows him down just enough, makes enough of a scene. Like, okay, I'm getting – so he got the ball away. He didn't get sacked, but it was hilarious because he went to – and he just like – fell right over it was it was not even see the size is like why a child the size like geo i really like again i'll say it when i make that comparison to james white a guy who's so short-handed and so quick who you know can catch a four-yard pass yeah. every single time and get you another three yards out of it and just but my problem is what they have in Tampa Bay is not at all what they had in New England. Right. He's not running with Julian Edelman as his best receiving weapon. And no. Gronk, no. It, Gronk looks, like we said earlier, about as good as vintage Gronk. So their offense is just not going to need a dink and dunk check down guy. So I'm not chasing Geo's production this week. Um, if I well, if I plug him in and Godwin and Evans can, and Antonio Brown, any of their three receivers can run those little screens too, right? Like yeah. all three of them are really good at doing that. Like so that's yeah. why I, I like Gainwell because one guy goes down in front of him, Gainwell suddenly is much more valuable because he's the number one guy, and and that's not going to be the case with Geo. Geo is always going to be yeah a guy. You know what uh, I mean? An accessory piece. But Kenneth, right now, I also like his floor. I like the floor that he provides, and I think Geo in any given game could have two targets for fucking 12. All so right. As we talk, just to put this out there, um, See we, are, we are in the second quarter for the for the Eagles, and they have one rush by Jalen Hurts for negative two yards, and that's all they've ran the ball so far this game. Um, it's interesting just because <laughs> – you think so? There's a couple different Speaking mindsets, right? Kenneth Gainwell. Well, there's the there's a couple different mind. Well, all right. So a weird thing about the NFL though is that the way the time works, the way the running clock works, and shit like that. Yeah. First and third quarters fly. You literally can have one drive eat up ten minutes of the first quarter or more. So I, I don't know what happened, but yeah, those numbers so far not great. All right, wide receiver. Uh, so. At wide receiver, we've got Henry Ruggs, fifty percent owned. This this has got to be a last. Call. You know who's you know who's not on here is his teammate, by the way, Brian Edwards, who looked fucking. Oh good. yeah, yeah, Brian Edwards. Yeah, good. he should be on there too. I I I. Well, you also have Hunter Renfro. We'll put that. Yeah, all three of them, honestly. Quite a, yeah. I mean, so out of those three, who if you saw all three of those, who are you going to go after, Ruggs? Probably Ruggs is actually like fifteenth or something right now in in fantasy at wide receiver. So like, I mean, I, I would probably take rugs. I mean, it's going to be probably more boomer bust than either of those other two, but see, that's where I always come to with like these guys that come in is do I want a guy who I think could blow up any week 
Or do I want someone who I can plug in and I'm like, cool, that's eight to 12 points and I don't have to sweat. Car straight slinging it right now. If he keeps True. slinging it like that, I think I take rugs because rugs, because they have enough pieces elsewhere that they can't just completely try to take rugs uh, over the top. I yeah. mean, they've got Waller, they've got, they've got, man. Raiders are three and zero. They've got some pieces. They've actually. Got, they, they actually look pretty decent, man. Which with, with how hilarious their running back situation is right now, yeah. you're right. That that receiving core is for serious. Um, and as a receiver, maybe not as a fantasy asset, but as a receiver, I think Brian Edwards is a really good player. Um, but actually, out of those three, I might go Renfro. I know he's lower than your guy Rugs right now. Is owned and as points. But but not much. I mean, but he's, but he's the guy I look at and say, but I'm certain. I am certain he is points. going to get me 10 points. He's, he's, and on an off week where I have buys and I have injuries, take, I will take 10 points from a dude I'm I'm, pre, I'm throwing in there. Right. So Renfro is a guy right now who, and, and Landsberg said 11% owned. I'm almost hoping he clears waivers and I can – I can do pick someone. Him up. And, yeah, and pick absolutely. Him up absolutely. Cause he's still not blown up or anything. So I don't know that like that's, I think that's the move here, right? If you want Renfro, don't use a waiver claim cause he's probably not getting claimed. Just, right. just wait and, and get him for free. Uh, then uh, next we have Emmanuel Sanders, Buffalo, 16% owned. You probably will have to use a waiver claim on him if you want him. I think he bumps above 50% after this week. He had two touchdowns. He's uh, sitting at the number 25 wide receiver in fantasy right now. Still shifty. So shifty. So shifty. Seems to have chemistry with Josh Allen, and they are lighting it up in Buffalo. So After I mean, week one, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, longtime listeners, so my mom will know <laughs> that I absolutely love Emmanuel Sanders. Your mom's listens to this? No, oh, shit. She, I was going to say, my mom doesn't even know what a podcast is. No, I tried. She was just like, can't you talk about <laughs> Satan more? Um, but anyway, dang, we can Sam, actually, if that will get your mom to, mom to listen, she's big into the sacrifices. Oh my um, goodness. Most liberals are, but, uh, Jesus. no, I, uh, so far I'm loving all these receivers. Keep, keep it going. I'll, okay. go, I'll quit interrupting. All right. Deontay, we got a couple of new Orleans receivers, uh, off the scrap heap, possibly Deontay Harris, still about 10% owned. Um, he's been the most consistent guy there. Not saying much. Marquez Callaway, uh, I laugh because uh, this guy's had a fucking roller coaster. First of all, uh, he he went from pretty much who the hell is this guy to having two huge catches, two really, I mean, amazing catches in the preseason, to shooting up to for the last two weeks or a week and a half of the drafts. Over that time period, his ADP was higher than Jamar Chase. It wasn't for the whole length of drafts. But for just that, like last week, he ended up passing Jamar Chase, which is kind of hilarious uh, considering how good Chase has done and how not good Marquez Callaway has done. Although this week, Callaway got a touchdown. What's hilarious about that? Did you see what happened with that? How he got his touchdown? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, like, so, so Callaway got his touchdown because Jameis Winston is getting sacked. And he just heaves it into the back of the end zone into good coverage. Like Marquez Callaway essentially just muscled the ball away from the defensive back and they got a touchdown. And uh, Jameis Winston got obliterated by Sean Payton Ford afterwards. <laughs> like they're like, you'll never see a quarterback get yelled at 
for, for a touchdown, scoring a touchdown, for scoring like, a touchdown that. like that ever again, probably. Uh, but yes. So is there a quarterback who's been in the league as long as Jameis <laughs> who will be talked down to by their coach as badly as he will? I be? don't know. A quarterback that's thrown for 5,000 yards in a season. Like oh there's God. only been like seven of them. Jameis is one. He's still he it's, it is hilarious. He is one of the funniest things about the NFL. All right, <laughs> one really more is. guy. Uh, so then uh, lastly, we have Tim Patrick. Uh, continues to be consistent in Judy's absence. And as we mentioned in the injury report, Hamler also went down. So it's basically Patrick and Sutton out there uh, running the show, man. Which is why uh, I love Patrick. So if you can get Patrick right now, again, I know it's contingent on injuries and Judy could be back for long and, but, and, and Hamler could be as well, but like he is a steady force on that team. He mm -hmm. is someone that I Teddy think Bridgewater. Those guys in there. He's yep, part of that. Teddy offense. Bridgewater. Yep, they trust find him. a way to, yeah. Teddy Like that is the guy who's like, you, you don't think he is, he is nothing incredible or special, but he has Teddy Bridgewater's trust and he, he catches the ball when thrown his way. So like, I agree. I really, I love a lot of these guys. I'm probably staying away from saints guys. We talked about it last week. Jameis Winston makes every player boomer bust. I am glad I stayed away and he had a decent week this week, Kamara, but I'm glad I stayed away from Kamara because I be your quarterback dictates so much. We were opposites that. on that preseason. I was not a uh, uh, high on Kamara. I remember See, telling I was, you he was like my low, lowest of those guys uh, at the top, and I don't know if I'll be right of that. But I thought they were going to try to neuter Jameis Winston and say they probably should throw the ball. I don't think like, he can, man. He'll stand on that table and Dude, say, "Grab him by the pussy and steal some crabs and throw the ball Dude, into the end zone I blindly." I, I he just, doesn't care, or or just he. He, it is who he is in the game. Like, you know what I mean? And I can't fault him for it. I can't fault someone who's in the game snaps into like, this is the way I play. And I'm sorry if you put me in the game, this is what you get. You know, I can't hate him for it, but I can stay away from his receivers. Pretty much anyone else here. The one I'm going after would be a manual because I don't want to say anything negative, but like if Diggs went down, a manual is huge. Because dude, that Washington defense is not bad, and they put up forty-two. They're not great. They've but, been so so this year. Yeah. Like so, the one game that really makes you pause is the Giants look decent against them, mm -hmm. um, and the Giants offense just showed that they're not great. But like, but Sanders, dude, the second receiver on a team that likes to throw as much as them. You know what? We didn't even. This is what I want to talk. We didn't even talk about when we were really getting into uh, running backs about those goddamn Bills running backs. Both of them are over 50% in Yahoo. Technically barely. They're oh both God. like 44, 54. I guarantee one of those two shows up again later. I, I guarantee at one point we're like, oh, oh Devin yeah. Singletary dropped to 47. Yeah, exactly. They're, those two are insane right now. So those are both ads. If you're like, with, that's part, part of the problem with the arbitrary 50% cutoff because yep. they're available in a lot of leagues. So yeah, good. I'm glad you pointed that out. If anybody's listening, those two are two guys you should be looking at because the Bills offense, if they keep it up like this, they can support a, a lot of weapons. If you would have asked uh, me last week, I would have said, if you can get Devin Singletary right now, who went undrafted in a ton of leagues, then you're lucky. Like that's someone who seems to be someone they're like featuring. And then Zach Moss scored two touchdowns. And then this week, Zach Moss caught like six balls or something. You're like, yeah. okay, I was totally fucking wrong. 
who knows what's going on here? It wasn't and I like part wait, of that makes me want to stay away, but wasn't Moss inactive week one? Yeah, yeah. He's out of his Dude, it's insane. Those two are crazy. So again, if you want the possibility of something, but also a bit of a headache, go after some Bills running backs. Yeah. All right, you ready to take us through the ugliest position? All right, the ugliest position is tight end. Although I think they're the top two this week. Uh, Dawson Knox for Buffalo. Once again, you're you're okay tying yourself to this ship, and he's up there right now, tight end six. Uh, grab him, man. Uh, he's he's part of that offense for sure, and they look seem to be looking to him in the red zone. Uh, Tyler Conklin seems to be emerging in Minnesota. He's only six percent owned. Uh, oh, that's with a K. I spelled that wrong later. Right. Doesn't matter. Go on. What a weird name. Yeah, it is kind of a weird name. Uh, but some other names on there. Austin Hooper had a touchdown this week. Hunter Henry has a decent amount of yards. Zach Ertz could come back to life someday. Uh, other than that, just fucking kill yourself. Tight end sucks. Dude, none of these people are like, okay, not none. Sorry. Dawson Knox, you are, you are definitely, if you are in trouble on tight end and you like the rest of your team, use your number one bid as much as you want. Get Dawson Knox. He's not someone who will every week be getting you four targets, but in the end, in the red zone, he's as likely to score as anyone except Josh Allen. So I that would be someone I'd be happy. The rest of them, Conklin, I don't even know what to make of Minnesota thus far this year. Their slot receiver is is showing up as much as anyone on their team. Um, so, and and I'm I wouldn't touch Hooper. I wouldn't touch Henry. I wouldn't touch Hertz. Any of those three, if I'm streaming, I'll take matchup. But other than that, but you gotta touch somebody if you don't have a tight end, right? Well, you gotta go matchup then. You just go against who has soft linebackers, who has soft ass linebackers, and so and you hope. Did you see the trade today? Do you think that makes what, see what with the Jags? Dan Arnold to the Jaguars. Oh, That's the tight end. They gonna right. use him. What are we doing? Dan Arnold, <laughs> put him on the list. He's. A, I would take. All I'll right. tell you what. I'll take right. Dan Arnold over uh, Zach Hurts. Dan Zach Wonder Years Arnold. Add oh him to the list. God. All right. They are rebooting the Wonder Years. Do you see that? They are actually. Uh, God. Damn it! As I'm soon. Don, hi, I'm Don Cheadle. As soon as you said Don uh, Wonder Year Arnold, uh, one the first thing I thought was Tom Arnold because that, but. The second thing I thought was uh, the guy's name who's the dad in it. And as soon as you said, did you see they rebooted it? His name flew out of my brain. Um, the real name of the guy? That was no, the, the actor's the actor's name who's playing yeah. the dad. Oh, I don't know his name. I, don't I think, think he was on Psych. You know what? I'm looking this up, but as we promised ourselves, we're not doing research. <laughs> so it's okay. You look that up. I've got my really deep dive. Oh, and your deep dive. Okay. My really deep dive is Dim Dimetric Felton. Dimitric. Dimitric, sorry. Jesus, that's terrible. Okay, Dimitric, my bad. 6% owned. Uh, he has the dual designation, wide receiver and running back. And this is really only for uh, return yards. But he has a bunch of return yards, but also 60 uh, rushing yards. And uh, the Browns like to use two running backs. So if either of the Browns running backs get dinged up, he could find more time doing that. Uh, and I, I don't know. I like that dual designation. And we we do a league with return yards, so I always try to throw in a, some return yard specialists in here. Uh, he's one of the guys maybe if you're in a return league that you should uh, target. 
Demetric Felton reminds me a lot. Like, so watching the Browns, he reminds me a lot of Duke Johnson in that, like, you're a really good football player, but you're not, you're not anything that will ever be featured in a way that is like predictable well, or usable. The Browns have arguably two of the top 15 running backs in the league, right? But I even mean, so, ahead even of them. So, so it doesn't I, like, really like matter. The running, He's not as good as them, I don't think. Like the running back thing doesn't matter.